Hello, Canada, and welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. This is Canadian Common Sense with Lewis and Tony. Hello, Canada. Tony here. Today's date is April 1st. 2020 april fool's day and kind of appropriately named so for uh, a day such as today has been in canadian politics so i'm actually not going to give any updates on the the wuhan virus numbers in canada today because well we do that every show and i don't want to be constantly covering Wuhan virus wall to wall and not that we do but it's it's time to try to focus on other things I mean yes we'll still bring you the latest on the Wuhan virus in many episodes but today I want to focus on one positive aspect of the whole Wuhan virus outbreak here in Canada if there is anything positive to be said about it it is that by People staying home and self-isolating. And is even the case with Mr. Trudeau and his estranged wife, Sophie. I can say estranged now because she has moved to the prime ministerial vacation cottage in Quebec with the children. So they are estranged from one another. However, they did have some very good quality family time while they all spent two weeks in isolation together. And that is what a lot of Canadians are doing right now is, I guess they have been forced into it, but they are now spending more time with their families. And even in my own household here, the same case, I'm still working because my job has been deemed essential. Um, My wife's the same way. However, our children are all here at home and staying home and considering they are teenagers they're actually getting along famously well and for very rare occasions uh, we are actually having meals together at supper time and not having everybody run off to different rooms of the house so they can stick their phones in their faces while they're eating we're actually enjoying family time in this house And in many houses across the country, families are actually able to connect with one another and maybe bond and get to know each other better. Funny thing how life coming to an absolute halt has, in a way, helped us learn what's very important to us and most important, and that is family. Because when you have nothing else, which is the case for a lot of Canadians coming up right away is they will have nothing else but at least they still have family so that's important and I think it's a a very positive note that has come out of what is a very very negative situation with the whole Wuhan virus and the federal government shutting down not only our economy but the lives of most Canadians and we certainly discussed the the upcoming bankruptcy crisis that I'm certain is going to befall a lot of Canadians. And that's sort of where I want to steer the direction for the rant going forward because 
as with most of my rants, there's not a lot of positive, but I did want to start off with the positives that at least we could find in the situation. So now, with April 1st, and this is not a joke, I wish that it was, April 1st, Justin Trudeau announces that the carbon tax is going up by 50% from $20 a ton to $30 a ton, but not nationwide, only in those bad provinces who didn't impose their own carbon tax and had the federal government impose one upon them, That those provinces being Ontario, Alberta, and Saskatchewan. Uh, up until just a month ago when Manitoba released the provincial budget, Manitoba had a carbon tax imposed upon them, but then they decided to bring along their own carbon tax and implement it, so they ducked up from under the federal carbon tax regime. So the three provinces of Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Ontario all saw their carbon tax go up by 50% today, April 1st. Yeah, no April Fools. That was serious. On the positive side for Manitoba, their government, who actually seems to have some brains, decided they would suspend the provincial carbon tax because, well, nobody has money right now because nobody's working and they're waiting for a backlogged and overloaded EI system to start throwing checks out there. And speaking of checks, Mr. Trudeau had to announce that, oh, we're not actually ready to give the that business subsidy out yet because I didn't know what I was talking about yesterday as far as the rollout for the plan goes, and I was wrong. So now Bill Morneau has to go back and they have to figure out how they're actually going to be able to pay small businesses the 75% wage subsidy to keep the employees on the payroll and off of EI. Leave it to Mr. Trudeau and the federal government to mess up throwing money at Canadians. No problem throwing it around anywhere else. But when it's money that's actually going to help Canadians, then suddenly they have a problem with it. However, they don't have a problem throwing money at all Canadians because members of Parliament today, April 1st, also got a nice big fat raise in pay because, hey, what else are you going to do when you're in a national crisis and people are going broke and businesses are shutting down and nobody else is working? You give yourself a, uh, an automatic 2% increase in your salary across the board. Did we mention that MPs are actually paid in the top 1% of Canadians? Well, the basic salary for an MP is $178,000 a year. So 2% of $178,000 a year, that is a pretty healthy $3,500 a year in salary increases per MP. You know there are 338 MPs, right? That's a lot of money going out. But there's one particular MP, and that would be the MP for Papineau in Quebec, Justin Trudeau, that would be the man's name, who's the Prime Minister of Canada. Well, his salary is actually $347,000 a year. So now with a 2% increase, that means an extra little over $7,000 a year that you and I, the Canadian taxpayer, will be paying Mr. Trudeau for his salary from now on. And what do we hear from MPs about that? Not a lot. To his credit, Conservative Party interim leader Andrew Scheer and many other Conservative MPs have now followed suit uh, in when Mr. Scheer promised that he would donate that 2% to 
charities. He didn't specify which charities. Um, leadership candidate Aaron O'Toole also pledged to do the same, and several others who my you know names escape me, and I don't even know if they were named in the media. But many other of these conservative MPs are attempting to shame other MPs into donating that 2% to charities, especially right now with a national crisis going on. So I do want to commend Mr. Shear, Mr. O'Toole, and other MPs who decided to donate that 2%, which, yes, will still benefit them because it is a charitable, charitable donation. But regardless, at least they're doing something to try to give that money back to Canadians. In my opinion, if when Parliament reconvenes, and apparently it is going to reconvene soon, then... That would be a really good time to make a quick bill together to rescind the whole wage increase until Canada's economy gets back on track. Yeah, you're right. Don't hold your breath for that one. And so now, on off, I'm going to go off the pay raise and I'm going to go back to the carbon tax for a moment because Mr. Trudeau in his daily press briefings is... Well rehearsed, he has his lines down and he is able to deliver them in the same dreary and condescending manner in which he speaks like a CBC, you know, opinion reporter every day. And yes, it grinds on this particular podcaster's nerves and it makes this particular podcaster want to vomit most days. But in his defense of increasing the carbon tax for almost half of Canada's population. He said that, and it's not a direct quote, but I'm going to paraphrase him because what he said was by increasing a price on pollution, we are putting more money in the pockets of Canadians. So I actually did really well in math when I was in school, but Maybe there's something I'm still missing here because if you're going to tax me at 50% higher than what you were taxing me, I don't see how more money is going back in my pocket. And since this particular podcaster lives in Saskatchewan and the carbon tax rebate was actually lowered for Saskatchewan residents for this year as it was lowered for Alberta residents and Manitoba residents, and residents of other provinces, oddly, that did not vote liberal. Hmm. That just must be a coincidence. But at any rate, I'm seeing no money back for for carbon tax, so I don't know exactly how it is that when I get a 50% increase in the carbon tax that I have to pay as a resident of Saskatchewan, how somehow... I'm getting more money back in my pocket. Only Justin Trudeau could justify to himself and actually believe in a statement to Canadians and expect us to believe him. Only Justin Trudeau would stand up in front of a microphone in front of all of Canada and profess that by charging you 50% more on a tax, you will get more money back in your pocket. And what's sad is he actually believes his own BS. And that's all it is. He is absolutely full of it. If he actually expects Canadians to believe that by paying 50% more in carbon tax, we will get more money back in our pockets. 
Well, I already saw the price of gasoline go up three cents just today because of that carbon tax increase. So imagine how much more that increase is going to turn into once the price of gas starts going back up again due to the price of oil bouncing back up. And it will rebound. We all know that. So Mr. Trudeau is really... I don't know if he just thinks that we're all that stupid. Oh, actually, yeah, uh, that's actually exactly what he thinks, is that you and I, the peasants, we really are that stupid. And as long as he tells us, oh, you'll get more money back from this, oh, well, he must be right. So people, of course, will believe him. I don't know what it is that Eastern Canadians are so beholden to this prime minister that he was reelected but I really hope that at least some people, at least enough people in Eastern Canada are shaking their head at him now. And I still have to hold on to the belief that once the whole Wuhan virus crisis is over and once Canadians get into what is going to be a bankruptcy crisis, in my last rant I did mention that Today, April 1st, you're going to see a lot of mortgage payments and rent payments across Canada not getting paid. So this is where it begins. It has been, we are now entering our third week of uh, self-isolation for most Canadians. And so now you're going to see this will be either the last paycheck the Canadians have gotten or they've already gotten their last paycheck last week and there's no more money coming in. So... The unrest is just beginning, Canada, and I would say it's time to batten down the hatches. This is Canadian Common Sense with Lewis and Tony.